everyone. This is Chris and Sandy. Been with the Chris and Sandy Show. We'll get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And as you see, Sandy's not here. She'll be here a little bit later. Um, but I always say Chris and Sandy such a habit, I guess, because it's our show. And we've been married at 18 years. But we've got a great show for you today. We've got Jillian um, Shay Spader coming on. She's doing some great things out there. And it's definitely our pleasure to have her on on MLK Day, because today's definitely an honorable day that I hope our country can come together and say, you know what, it's time to change some things. <laughs> um, so we're proud to have her on during this um, day. But Jillian, welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you doing today? I am good. It's nice out. I can't complain. <laughs> yeah, like we were talking before the show, you're like, it's warmer than it normally is. And I'm like, well, it's cooler here than normal. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. But, you know, we, we, no matter which way we go, we deal with it. Yeah. So I always like to start the show out the same. Um, as you know, um, it's a tough time for everybody right now, especially in the entertainment. I mean, entertainment industry is just getting slaughtered, whether you're an actress, a singer, and you're both. So you see all of it um, through this whole COVID um, stuff. Um, tell us how it's affected you and what have you done last year to kind of maneuver through this crazy maze? Yeah. Um, well, obviously, I've been wearing my masks and staying safe, but I've been trying to do a lot of work from home and coming up with like different creative things that I normally wouldn't have been doing just yeah. to fill up time because I get very bored very easily. And when I'm bored, <laughs> I feel like almost like sad, like I like working. So if I can't go to work, I have to make work. So I was making lots oh, wow. of work from home. <laughs> And, you know, I've done, I think I used to be one of the people that would just sit around and do nothing. Mm -hmm. But since we've been running this show and been so busy and we got two kids and all that, now I feel almost that way. It's like when when nothing is happening, I'm like, OK, what am I supposed to do with myself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know, you talk about maneuvering through this, you know, when it first started last year, you know, we started the show January of 2020. And I remember as we launched our original plan was 100 interviews first year. We thought, you know what, if we did that, we would create a great foundation for the show. And then COVID happens. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, what do we do here to take advantage of this? Because everybody that we wanted to reach out to were slowing down. Yeah. And I was like, okay, the world is slowing down so we can get them on the show now. <laughs> and yeah. because of that, we took off and we've we did over 300 interviews last year. Wow. That's yeah, so, so we've been like really busy. And in fact, our biggest month was August of last year. And it was, um, I think we did 44 interviews that month. Wow. That's a lot. <laughs> now I can't handle um, that pace all the time, but it's cool when it did happen. <laughs> yeah, totally. um, so tell us a little bit about you. Um, what are some things you'd like to do for fun outside of acting and singing? Oh, I like crafting. I love crafting. Um, a good trip to Michael's is like an ideal day <laughs> for me. Um, yeah, I really like uh, crafts, TikTok, you know, the normal like teenage apps, all the like video games and stuff. But I mostly I feel like acting and music is my job, but it's oh, wow. also what I love doing. 
So yeah. it honestly kind of just works out that that's what I spend most of my time doing and that's what I like. <laughs> you know, there's a question that since we started doing videos, I almost forget to ask on each guest. So you're going to have the privilege to answer this one because um, I happen to remember it. Is, um, <laughs> what is something quirky about you? What is something quirky about me? Oh, boy. Um, I feel like I like weird foods, but I also have the pickiest food taste. So, like, I won't eat fish and I won't eat, like, most meat, but I like ranch dressing on pizza. Ah, okay. Like, so it's kind of like I like weird foods, but I prefer <laughs> to try eggs. I definitely love that. Um, <clears throat> so when you look back, you know, you know, everybody likes to ask, when did you know you wanted to sing or act and all that? I like to go deeper. When did you know that all this could be a career for you? When did that click? I don't think it ever occurred to me. I think I was just like, oh, I, I'm going to sing and <laughs> act and dance my whole life. And I don't think I ever thought like, oh, this can be a career. I think I just like knew it. Like I think my whole life I was just kind of like, oh, this is what I'm doing. Cool. Mm -hmm. I never really thought about it. <laughs> Yeah, because a lot of people, when I ask that question, you know, there is that moment where it clicked, where they always thought, well, it'd be great. But then there was that moment where they were like, okay, this is actually going right for me. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Um, as you know, a lot of um, people, they see the glory of like a Blake Shelton of some of the big actors and singers, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles that it takes, not just to get to their level, but even a career level. And I always want to talk about that on the show because I think it's so important in this day and time for people to get the both sides. You know, yeah, it's great to talk about the great stuff and we'll talk about that, but it's also great to talk about that's the other side of it that people don't normally get to hear. I'm going to tell a quick story to help guide us where I want this to go. But back in 2014 and, you know, and you being a singer and an actress, I think you'll really relate to this. But <laughs> we, we interviewed um, Allison Steele from Two Steel Girls. And at that time, her and her daughter were full time with music. And I remember asking Allison what advice she'd given up in coming artists. And I'll never forget what she said. She said, this is going to sound funny coming from someone full time. But if you can see yourself doing something else, go do that and just keep this as a hobby. She goes, because the moment you want it to be a career, everything changes. She goes, um, everybody kind of owns a piece of your life from that point on. You no longer really control your life. Everybody else does. She goes, then on top of that, your friends and relatives never understand it because they invite you to like weddings, the cookouts, the weekends, the holidays. But when you're in that grind mode, you can't say no to gigs. You know, you're grinding it out. You have to say no to everything but your career. And they don't understand that sometimes. And then your family has to sacrifice. They got to kind of kick you out the door and say, OK, world, she's yours, so to speak. You know, <laughs> so they have to sacrifice through all this. But then she added, but. If you cannot see yourself doing anything else, then go all in. That's the only way that those kind of sacrifices could ever be worth it. What do you think of what she said? And let's talk about that side of it. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a tough industry. And I've heard that a couple of times where like I kind of treat music as like a fun hobby. And like I, of course, like want it to do well and I love doing it, but I kind of keep it there as like a less 
I, in my mind, I don't think of it as a career as much as yeah. I think it's like a fun thing I enjoy doing because I want right. to keep it like that and keep it fun. Whereas like acting, I'm like, okay, this is my career and I still have fun, but it's my career in my mind. So yeah, I definitely think keeping things a fun hobby. I feel like sometimes when people get too wrapped up in the career side of it, it takes away the fun aspect of it and your love for it. I think that's why I keep it as a hobby in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> a queer on paper, but hobby in your mind. <laughs> so which is more important to you right now? I mean, I know this probably changes acting or is that Everyone always asks me this and I have no <laughs> idea. I like getting to do both. I just did a movie where I got to um, sing in it a bunch. And that oh, was wow. that was a dream come true because I got the best of both worlds. But I think that's probably my favorite is getting to do both because I like them in very different ways and they feel like different yeah. parts of my life. So it's nice when they combine. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And again, you know, because you're putting the same energy into both, I think both kind of go together. Uh, you know, I, not that I was trying to say you should choose, but, you know, yeah. sometimes people do have that path where like, I'd like to do this, but this is where my passion is. But then there are some people like you that that both are the passion. Now, we have interviewed a person that was um, an up and coming country artist and mm -hmm. she was starting to take off a little bit but she's also if i remember correctly she was going to nursing school or wow. she was going to be either a nurse doctor or something mm -hmm. and i asked her are you scared that you have to make a choice one day yeah. and she was like that terrifies because she said she she goes i know that i cannot go to the level of either side yeah. Without being all in on on one or the other. You yeah. The choice you got to make, just like with you, you know, with your artistry or the acting, you're, you have to make that choice to be all in. Because yeah. if you're not, then you will never make it to those high levels. Yeah, totally. <clears throat> so what are some moments, you know, when you look back now in your career, that you were like, wow, you know, I got to do that. Or wow, that happened. You know, some of the you know, movies you've been in and shows you've been in and stuff like that. You know, what are some, let's talk about the highlights now. Yeah. Um, it's a very roller coaster career. And um, I think the best highs were I filmed a Disney show. That was a, a high that lasted three years, which was nice. Oh, wow. And I filmed a Disney plus movie this time last year. And it came out a couple months ago and that was really fun. Mm -hmm. I think those are probably my biggest highs I've been on career-wise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's nice. It's fun with the anticipation of when you work on something and you're waiting for it to come out because you're kind of like, mm. oh, I feel like I have the secret. You already know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you don't know how the editing will be. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's kind of fun because you don't really know what it's going to look like. <laughs> Were there ever times where you filmed and when you watch it, you're like, Okay, that's a little different than I thought, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's funny when you're doing scenes, some directors will kind of like leave it up to you. You can play the character however you want, read the lines however you want. And then other times, like on the movie I just did, we would kind of do a bunch of different takes. So wow. we would do the scene really dramatic, a little bit dramatic, not really <laughs> dramatic at all. So then when you're watching it, you're kind of like, what's it going to be? Like, you're 
really curious as to what they chose and why to see oh, wow. how it comes together. It's weird. <laughs> I, that's the first time I've ever heard that. We've had quite a bit of actors on, but that's the first yeah. time I've heard that philosophy. I'm like, oh, I like that. You know, that, that makes sense though. Because yeah. what if you're better this way than this way? Yeah, it's just or different. It's <laughs> I, lo I love, 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 love that. Um, so how did you get both part of the parts? Ooh, um, Walk the Prank was the Disney show. That was a much longer and tiring audition process than Godmothered, which was the movie. Walk the Prank was like <laughs> probably six or seven auditions. Oh, well. And Godmothered was only two. So one <laughs> took a lot longer. One was very quick. And I feel like most auditions are like that. Either you do one in a callback and then they call you that you got the role or it's months and months and months of going back in every week. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, so it's one of them things that's like, okay, um, is it ever going to happen? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you feel like you did good. And that's probably the hardest part to, you know, because being an artist is one thing. You get out there, the crowd lets you know if you're good or not. But being an actor, it's a little different because you have, you know, you you, you think you did good, but then mm -hmm. you have to make that call back. And then you're, it's like your way is like, okay. Yeah. And like it's me. also funny because. Um, you'll be like, oh, I did a really good job on that, but you didn't get a call back. And you're like, huh, I wonder why. And then you <laughs> see who actually got it. And she looks completely different than you. And like, ah. you could not look more different. She's six feet tall. Like, <laughs> it's, it's funny because you like need to learn to not take things personally because half the time you don't move forward on projects. It's because they look nothing like you and don't want somebody with curly hair. Like it's very, <laughs> it's very hit or miss. <laughs> and you know, we've heard that from a lot of people where they talk about that. Sometimes you almost take it personally, but then yeah. when you look at who gets the part, it helps you. Sometimes you're like, okay, they weren't looking for who I was. Exactly. And at my age, a big thing is like age because <laughs> um, I have a couple auditions this week and I know that, it's to play an 18 year old and I'm 18, but I'm well aware that they're going to cast a 25 year old to play an 18 year old. <laughs> and that's another big thing at my oh, age wow. and all my friends ages is like, Oh, are they going to, cause there's work laws with, if you're 18. So it's like, oh, are they going to cast me if I'm not 18? Are they going to cast a 25 year old? It's chaotic. <laughs> oh, wow. You know, and you would think that they'd want the person that's around that age, you know, cause that, that makes but, but that makes more sense. Okay. But I guess they're trying to find a person that has a little bit more living in them. Yeah. And play the 18-year-old so they get – I mean, I guess that's their thinking. Yeah, there's a lot of factors. <laughs> <laughs> so as you know, a lot of people, they see the actor, they see the artist, but they don't see the teams behind them. And we yeah. both know that without the teams, you can't do what you do. And I think teams never get the love and credit that they deserve. So in our show, I want to always make sure that they do get some credit and some love. Um, so if you want to take a few minutes just to tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. Oh, my gosh. I have the most wonderful team. My awesome PR team. I know they're watching this. Um, and I have the best manager in the world and the best agents. Yeah, I've been very blessed. I kind of came and to LA. 
I came to LA. I knew nothing about this industry. I met my manager who introduced me to my agents and I was just like, oh yeah, sure. And kind of like went into the whole thing blindly. And then after learning about the industry, realized that I blindly walked into the best situation I could oh, have wow. for the managers. So it was, yeah, it was, they are the best. <laughs> I love them. And you can say names. We don't mind. My agents are Milton and Nicole. They're the best. My manager, CD. I love, they're all wonderful, wonderful people. I love them. <laughs> now, because I want to make sure people know who, who the teams behind each guest are, because I, again, I think it's so important yeah. <laughs> because, you know, you can see a Blake Shelton or you can see a Brad Pitt, you know, on the acting side and, but you don't see all the people that help make them who they yeah. are. Yeah, and, exactly. And I just want them recognized on our show. Cause, cause again, we want, I, I do a lot of interviews and almost all the artists that we've interviewed have said, you know, I've never been asked to talk about my team. So yeah, they love never. That. And so, you know, we just want to make sure that they get the spotlight too, because again, you can't do what you need to do if they yeah. don't do what they do. No, exactly. <laughs> and speaking of teams, uh, even though Sandy's not here, but we got a third co-host, a little not I almost said eight. He just turned nine <laughs> on January 10th, uh, 11th, I mean. Um, and we always bring him on, ask one or two questions to each guest. And I, hopefully Sandy's watching, so she'll get him in a minute. Um, but we also have a 22-month-old daughter that when she gets a little older, we'll be plugging her into the show, too, because we are a family affair. That's um, so cute. Love it. Yeah, you know, but hopefully she's getting a little credit. What's funny is the live part on Facebook can be one or two, about a minute behind. Up oh, here, I think. Here you go. There you go. <laughs> okay. Hi, Hi, Julian. <laughs> so, uh, what's your favorite food? My favorite food. Okay, do you know what artichokes are? They're like vegetables. They're kind of weird. I feel like kids wouldn't like artichokes. <laughs> I yeah. like artichokes. They're like these delicious vegetables. I don't know why I like them. And nachos. Uh, and he loves vegetables. Yes. Really? Yes. And we never had problems with him eating vegetables. And you know, he's They're never been a pig eater. Yeah. And what's your favorite food? Pizza. <laughs> pizza? Oh, I forgot about pizza. I might need to add that to my list too. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he could eat pizza all day long if we fed right. it. <laughs> mm -hmm. In fact, we had it the other night. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Bye, Jane. <laughs> Bye. Uh, Bye. Yeah, he, he he loves this part and all that, you know. And, you know, I always said that when we did the show, I wanted to be family-oriented. You know, I watch a lot of um, other podcasts out there in the past. I don't really watch them now because I'm scared. Yeah. That I'm like, we've got a routine. We've got a pattern I do. And I'm so scared that, you know what, if I watch other things, I'm like, oh, I want to, I want, I should do that. I should. And then, and then all of a sudden our show's not authentic. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you could co-star with any person who would it be what kind of role would you want you and that person to play oh my gosh I want to work with Jennifer Lawrence at some point in my oh, career wow. she's just so talented um 
I don't know. I just, anything. <laughs> I just love working with people that are experienced just because I feel like they have great stories to tell and are so inspiring. And you learn so much from working with people that have been doing it forever. So somebody like Jennifer Lawrence would be cool. Oh, wow. So what does your parents think of all of this that's happened and it's happened so far? They're so supportive. I have wonderful parents who were from Philly. They moved to LA with me. They oh, are wow. so supportive. They're very musical. So they love <laughs> being in my dad loves being in the studio with me. And um, yeah, they were good. They are very supportive. <laughs> and you know, that's something we've noticed as many people we've brought on the show now, whether acting or artists that, and again, it's not that you have to have supportive parents to make it because I don't want to um, make people think that who's watching. Yeah. But we have noticed that the ones that seem to have that upper hand has parents behind them. Yeah. Because it definitely I mean, helps. I, I don't know, but I definitely feel lucky to have them supporting me. Because so. <laughs> I'm sure you've got friends that said they wish they would, you know, because again, when you say actor or singer, all of a sudden parents tune out. Well, it's also uh, like a very tough career to try and quote, quote, make it in like yeah. every audition is against a thousand other people. So if your kid's telling you, hey, I want to go be an actor, move across the country with me. I could see how as a parent, <laughs> like, why am I going to move my kid, take them out of school, put them into homeschooling for the 0.000001% chance that they get on a TV show? Like it's, wow. it's a tough thing. So I'm very lucky that my parents were willing to do so that. What was that conversation like when, you know, when you first said, you know what, this is what I really want to do. Yeah. I was really young. I was um, 12, I think. And my manager had said, Hey, you can come to LA. And I remember it being a conversation with my parents because they were okay. trying to stay completely unbiased because they didn't yeah. want to tell me I couldn't do it. And they also didn't want to do anything that would force me into doing it. They really wanted it to be my decision. And it was. And I think I was kind of hesitant for a little bit just <laughs> because I was in fifth grade and was nervous to move away. I wanted to do it, but I was nervous about leaving my friends. That was the main thing. Uh -huh. But eventually I was like, okay, I'll do this. So it was it was a conversation, but it was a conversation completely led by me, which was nice. <laughs> Now, did your parents make the deal with you that if you're if we're gonna do this, we're going to go all, go all in? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't really a nobody was ever overworking me or anything. It was, but the one thing was everyone was like, "You got to work hard. You got to try if we're gonna move." Because, because I think you, also, it's either you do it the right way or you just don't yeah, do it yeah. at all. And I put that pressure on myself, where I was like, "I'm gonna work the hardest I can because my family's moving for me." And I think it was a good healthy amount of pressure to have because <laughs> because you you know as a young female you have to have some pressure because you know like you said there's so much competition out there in what you do and I know some people don't like use the word competition but however you mm -hmm. want to use it there's so many people that want to do what you get what you get to do and so you have to put that pressure on yourself that you know what I have to be the best I can be so that mm -hmm. I can keep getting the roles that I want to get yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, what's been your favorite movie out there of all time? Of all time? <laughs> talking about Jennifer Lawrence earlier. My top two favorite movies of all time are Silver Linings Playbook 
and Moana, which are like opposite ends of the spectrum, but they come together nicely. Now let's go to the singing side a little bit. What's a song that's out that you wish you wrote? Wow. That's a good question. I've never even thought about that. I feel like, like yesterday by the Beatles. I feel like that's one of the best songwriting. So you've got the old soul in you. (laughs) You've got kind of like an old soul in you. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So this, so last February made the five year anniversary that we asked Kelsey Ballerini where she wanted to be in five years. Now I always like to tell this story, which next year, I guess this will change a little bit because it'll be the six year anniversary of it. Um, Mm -hmm. But I always like to tell this story before I ask the guests the same question, because the answer she gave us five years ago is almost to the T of what Kelsey's living right now. So she knew where she was going. Knowing that, where do you want to be in five years? I want to be writing music for other people as well as myself. I think following a career path like Julia Michaels would be really cool because she gets to play her own music, but also gets to write for other people and you'll hear a song on the radio and be like, who wrote this? And you Google it and you're like, Julia Michaels, that's weird. And I think that would be cool. And I also just want to do a lot of movies and shows that make me happy to do and a lot of roles that I enjoy doing and really whatever makes me happy in five years. (laughs) So let's go further. Let's say that 15 years that are you're a success on a grand scale, whatever that looks like for you, you're there. Yeah. If the person you are today could meet her, your future successful self, what would you remind her? I would just be like, I hope you're happy, queen. I hope you're (laughs) really happy. I think that's the biggest thing is I don't really care about like the word success is very self-determined. And I feel like society makes it not. And I think success for me would mean being happy and doing what I love and I think that's it. Like, I think success is so defined by what other people are doing and other people's careers and what society tells you success is. And I feel like my success would mean being happy and doing whatever it is that makes me happy at that point. (laughs) I love that. So let's say you had a friend of yours and I guess we'll use the singing side side on this one, on this question. Um, let's say that you heard him or her sing and there's something special. As Simon Cowell would say, they have the it factor, but they, they've played maybe 40, 40 or 50 shows. So they're still getting their feet wet on the performance side, but they've gotten on stage. They got what every artist says, that stage bug, where they look over the crowd, the crowd's roaring for them. They know that they're in the right place and they come to you and they say, Jillian, I know I'm supposed to do this with the rest of my life. What advice would you give that specific person to kind of help guide them the next couple of years? I think the best advice is just doing it. I think if you want to do something, do it instead of thinking about doing it, just do it. Like if you want to be an actor, go act. If you want to perform on stages, go perform on stages. And whether that starts with an open mic night down the street and turns into the stadium tour you want to play at, cool. But just play wherever you can, right? Whenever you can. Mm-hmm. Whatever work you can make for yourself leads to more practice, which leads to getting to your goals. Yeah. And, you know, 
and you can pivot as you go because until you go you don't know what you want to do you just got to go for it because we're part of like a bunch of different podcast groups and mm -hmm. the the biggest question i you you, you look, watch the threads go and they're always asking people who haven't done a podcast yet well, you know, what do I need for this? What do I need for that? What happens if this? And I'm like, just do it. You know yeah. what? Don't don't spend thousands of dollars on equipment when you don't even know if you'll like it. Yeah. Just pull your camera out, jump on, and do it. Because because yeah. like when we first started this show, it, we started because our contacts were country music, so it was a country music rising country music show is what we started with and yeah. then as we started growing it turned into a music interview show until it eventually became a whole entertainment interview show and so we're sitting here like okay what if we would have waited and that so i love your advice because you just got to go do it because you'll never know what's in you until you go take that first step yeah <laughs> so what's next for you getting a COVID vaccine. Um, <laughs> I'd like to film something this year. Uh, maybe college, maybe not. We'll see wherever life takes me. I don't know. I kind of just, I sound very hippie right now. I just like doing what happens in the moment. I'm very, like I'm doing auditions. If I book something, I'll go film it. <laughs> if not, I'll be in the studio. Kind of whatever. <laughs> So as we come to a close here, um, what is your message? What do you want to be known for as you get older? Oh, my gosh. Um, I would like to be known for music and acting, but more so I'd like the takeaway to be hopefully if I'm ever a millionaire or something crazy. Who knows how life goes? I would <laughs> all of that money going to charity and helping kids. And I would like to be, if someone's going to know my name, I'd like it to be for being an activist and doing a lot of charity work, but not to look cool just because I actually care. Since you brought up charity, what's your favorite charity right now? What is something that you give to? My family, uh, my whole life has sponsored kids through Children International. So that's oh, wow. probably my favorite. Um, we have a couple, my parents, I say we, my parents have a couple <laughs> sponsored kids and it's it oh, cool. is very nice getting to do that. I don't, I don't do that. They do that, but it's nice getting to do that. <laughs> a nice feeling knowing you're that. helping somebody go to school and eat food. I love that. Definitely, it's definitely a powerful um, thing to do, and so appreciative that your parents are willing to do that because not everybody's willing to do that, you know. And and let's face it, you know, we're, we're it, it was already rough even before the virus, but now the virus he, is here has made it rough for even more people. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so as we end here, um, tell everybody how they can reach out to you or whatever, or any final words you may have. Um, to reach out to me, I'm mostly, <clears throat> sorry, I'm mostly on Instagram and my name is, oh, it's, oh, the camera's opposite. That's so funny. I thought it was weird. And that's my Instagram username. Ironically, it's just my full name and I'm on Spotify, Apple music everywhere, really. And yeah. <laughs> 
I love that. And you know what? We really enjoyed having you on the show today. And we definitely look forward to having you back as your career grows. Thank you. <laughs> you guys too. <laughs> All right. And maybe next time you'll get to meet my wife. I guess the, our 22 month old was probably giving a little issues. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, we'll tell her I said hi. <laughs> <laughs> Will do. You have a great day. You too. Mm hmm.